0: I, I think I've been awake a little bit too long this morning.
1: Oh, is this um, an accidental oven update?
0: <laughs> no, but I have made a, a what I would only call a schoolboy error. There's a thing that happens um, when you're playing sports. When I was playing sports, I used to have a I used to have a really good double-handed backhand. That means something to you, doesn't it?
1: No, not at all. But let's pretend it does.
0: So instead of using one hand, I use two hands on the racket.
1: Yeah, I mean, think beyond board. We'll, pre- we'll pretend I care. Let's just move on. No, it's the not about caring holds. or. Not. <laughs> anyway,
0: I used to have a let's say a wicked two-handed backhand. Like I really Good. was. It was well a done. it was a real weapon. And then Ooh. a and then a coach, um, mm-hmm. who will remain nameless, decided oh. that it would be better if I had a one-handed backhand.
1: So hang about, hang about, hang about. A coach. Who saw that you were good at something that was doing a good job, thought. decided to <laughs> stop you being good at something. Okay, no, okay, thought let's, that I would
0: okay. be better at this thing,
1: despite the fact that you were really quite good at it using two hands.
0: Yeah, and um, my backhand okay. never recovered. Like it never, it was never bad, but it was never the weapon it was. So I basically had some. I was over coached uh, in
1: that. Anyway, did you did you ever choose to just go back to using two hands? Well, it was or were a, you not allowed to do that?
0: Yeah, you, I could definitely, and I'd been. This was doing in the off season. This is the the, the point of the story is related to bread, but we'll get. That I right.
1: understand that, but yeah. I'm quite interested now. Having started with not being interested in a two handed backhand, now I'm fascinated.
0: Yes, I thought uh, I just dangle that little uh, that little hook for you, that little sporting hook. Or is it a hawk of sport anyway it's and, the way um, to
1: get it's the way to get me invested
0: because it's about learning teaching and learning exactly mm. you are a, you're a you're a teacher and learner aren't you
1: I do both of those things
0: just as just as in a little aside I had a complaint from a friend uh, who listens to midlifing and okay, who said ahead. I feel like I'm in a really good friendship with you except you know nothing about what's going on in my life <laughs> it feels really intimate it feels rich it feels uh you know it's really great it's uh, the conversations are amazing but
1: fuck you and then then you have a conversation with them in real life and you're like so tell, tell me what's happening how dare you i've been paying attention to your life why have you never wait a minute i don't broadcast my life ah
0: and yeah, that's a very common experience Oh yeah, you already know that about me, don't you? Yeah. It's just weird. Um anyway, so and so it happens during the off season when you make those kinds of major changes to technique, you'd always that would always happen in the off season. And the very first tournament I um entered after the off season, after I'd gone from two hands to one hand. Uh I in the middle of the match I reverted to two hands. So a little bit of oh. a little bit of pressure. And then, so it took it took years to get effectively get used to using a one handed back end, but it was never as good. But it did occur to me that when you're making a change like that, what you don't want to do is make a whole lot of other changes at the same time because you're dealing with a whole lot of things, right?
1: Oh gosh, yeah, that sounds like that would be super complicated. Yeah, your brain is already trying to work out how you go two to one. You wouldn't then then want to like change your shoes at the same time. Exactly, that would and lots like of a lots bad of bad
0: idea. Imagine all the patterns that you've developed over time, and you know. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, let's get off the neuromuscular thing. And uh, so, I have this oven, which is a little bit like going from using two hands to one hand. Although it's probably the other way around eventually, but it's a big change.
1: Gotcha. It's, okay,
0: it's tricky it's tricky for lots of different reasons, but mostly it's tricky about just sorting out how to get, how to get bread in the fucking thing.
1: Oh, because it's so much deeper.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. And it's been torturous. Like it's, uh, I've had so many, um, dodgy moments with it. Uh, and today what I did then, I thought, which is fine, which is fine. I'm going to get used to it. But then I've also decided at the same time that I would <laughs> vastly increase, increase the hydration of the dough I'm using. So that is a schoolboy error. I've, I've made the dough, yeah. Yeah, isn't it?
1: No, that is, don't make the materials you work with behave differently when you are trying to negotiate a new environment.
0: Ex- Come on. I know, I know. You should- Come
1: on.
0: I know. What an, what an, I mean, I don't want to be hard on myself, but what an idiot. This is a podcast in which two friends talk about the pleasures, absurdities and imperfections of being human. I'm Simon Ellis.
1: And I'm Lee Miller. Welcome to Midlife
0: I've been watching a little bit of sport I have a, a, It's a, a bit of a um, oh, conf- Off the wagon A confession, yeah mm-hmm. And I realised that I really like Watching women's sport
1: Have you been watching the World Cup? I have been Not a
0: lot, uh-huh. but I've definitely Looked at a few games Not whole games, mm-hmm. but looked
1: mm-hmm.
0: And uh, oh, I so much prefer watching women Play football than, I watch, than, I, than Watching men play football
1: is it because they're properly skilled and they don't perform stuff?
0: I think it's the lack of performing stuff, and there's also something about the joy and the and the frustration and the sadness which seems to be it seems to be a little um let's say three dimensional okay meaning what does that mean? meaning with with men it's just basically aggression even when there's joy it's fist pumping and tension and but it's um and there's something about the way they play which is a little bit how i remember watching sport when i was a kid it's a little bit Mm -hmm. amateur and i don't mean that in the sense of the way they play not at all but it's just a little bit less like it's not the fucking be all end all
1: yeah that they're not on a on a global stage proving why they're worth the hundreds of thousands of pounds they get paid a week yes
0: this, exactly it's something it's just a little bit more like it it seems like it's normal even though they're playing in front of 80,000 people and all that kind of, you know yeah. it's a, it's a, but yeah this uh, it's i yeah i like it a lot how are you that's enough about me
1: i am the very definition of fine
0: Does that mean, like, six out of ten? Fine. Mm,
1: I don't know that I could quantify it with a number. I would say that... um, You're not great, though. I'm not... No, I'm not great. I'm not great. I'm not... Oh, it's tricky. I'm in the middle of um, an an extended project. Yes. Which is going to take me up to the middle of September. Um, And... At the point of recording this, because I think this will probably go out uh, after or, <laughs> or close to. Um, Some,
0: it's a long time in the future, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. But at, at the point of recording this, I am about a month away from my deliverable. And I had forgotten how the tension ratchets up literally hour by hour as you get closer to a deadline. Oh. of this magnitude. Oh. Because it's not a deadline that is is mine. You know when you you've got a deadline which is like um you've got to submit a, a a chapter or something like that.
0: Yeah, it's it's imposed it's an external deadline. And it's a hard deadline, right?
1: Yeah, but it's I think the issue for me is I'm I'm fine with external deadlines and I'm fine with hard deadlines. The issue is that if I decide to miss a deadline that is only implicating me, nobody is damaged except me. I don't hand in the article; it doesn't get published. Blah blah blah. You know, the 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 issues are mine; they're nobody else's. Yeah. I mean, it might frustrate well, the editors a the, little editor. I was going to say the yeah, editor I'm might. Sure, do. Yeah. And I, and, I, and I've never missed a deadline. But you know what I mean? It's it, the 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 temperature. You are a complete is... a finisher.
0: Let's let's uh, let's let's
1: remember. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> Go on. Sorry, I don't want to distract. And and yeah. Um.
1: I am the the deadline that I am moving towards has multiple other people implicated and involved, both in terms of the running up to and also the potential um, outcomes thereafter.
0: And are you the lead of this project?
1: I suppose I am in the sense that I am.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So the, the buck, the buck really does truly stop at your doorstep. Jeffrey gives it a sniff, ignores it.
1: Yeah, he just walks away from it because that's nothing to do with me. Yeah, mate. this I'm is just yours, jump buddy. On the sofa. That's all <laughs> yours. You can have that one. You can have this um, luck. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, so when I say I'm fine, I think it's because I am in the middle of something which feels quite churny um, and and all encompassing.
0: How do you how do you cope? With that understanding that the pressure or the tension is going to, as you, I think you said ratchet up.
1: Yeah.
0: How do you, do you have kind of coping strategies? I'm really glad
1: (laughs) I'm really glad you changed the question to how do you cope? Do do you have coping strategies? Because I think if the question was, do you, how do you cope? It's like, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> do I have coping strategies? I do. And and Bob asked me that same question, or a version of this question. Oh, so you're pre- you've Could... done
0: some preparation for this question.
1: I, I, I have yeah. un, unintentionally because we were just having a conversation. Yeah. Bob said, "What have you learnt <laughs> from the last time you did this that you can apply to this time?"
0: Such, such a good. That's a good teacherly question, isn't
1: it? It is a good teacherly question. It's very handy to have somebody who is able to ask insightful questions while you are sitting in bed eating uh, Nutella on toast. (laughs) It wasn't Nutella. Just to be clear, it was a, a non Nutella. Was a knockoff. It was a Nutella no. knockoff. Oh no 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 no. It was uh, an improvement because it was very clear that there no there was no palm oil in this. Ooh. There was yeah, exactly buta palm oil. There were um organic ingredients it was a it was a totness version of Nutella. Yeah. But you, delicious. In two
0: thousand and thirteen I went to the Vatican Museum, you know, the one with um the ceiling. Uh huh. What's that? Who's that by?
1: Michelangelo, the Michelangelo. Sistine Chapel. Sistine Chapel.
0: One. I went with my mother, and um, as you came out of the, you know, it's effectively a little, uh, it's basically a strange sort of, I'm going to call it the intestinal tract of, tract of a worm, which is a little bit unfair on uh, the Vatican Museum and the Sistine Chapel. But you, you've sort of herded through it like that. And as you came as I, as you came out, there was a massive Nutella stand in the Vatican Museum. So that um, n- selling
1: just jars of
0: Nutella, correct? Yeah, it was basically a, some sort of advertisement for Nutella. Uh, that what they- an
1: odd product placement! Isn't I it- don't think of Catholicism and chocolate.
0: It's uh, Catholic. I think Catholicism and taking money any way they can. That's ha- that's got a pretty long history.
1: <laughs> ah, right, right, right. So they don't they don't theme their avarice. It's just <laughs> it's just. It- <laughs> Gotcha. They do not theme their avarice.
0: It's true, and I think that uh, my, my mother, curiously, as a very as a she was a very devout person, wasn't so wound up by it. I was really it really got my um, it raised Grubbed. my I want to say I want to say my heckles just to wind you up. It raised my heckles and um, but Mum didn't seem to be concerned about it. But yeah, Nutella's a big thing, and as you know, in Italy. Anyway,
1: question. Yeah, I had, it was it was it was a non Nutella type spread. Um, which Bob had bought uh, for me as celebration. Because yesterday, at the end of the day, I had completed two significant tasks that had been hanging over me over the week. And I said, I want to get these completed. Basically, I wanted to get two, two drafts done of two separate documents. Oh, so this is work stuff. Done, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right, yeah. Okay. And so I was, I was celebrated this morning. Well, I was celebrated last night with a bottle of Prosecco. Thank you. Not a full bottle. I mean, a full bottle came into the house, to be clear. Bob didn't go and buy a half-completed or half-finished bottle of Prosecco of someone. Uh, but we didn't finish it. We just had a very uh, abstemious glass. Wow. Um, yeah, just one. It was very nice. And we had it with some pasta, which is also very nice. You really are a complete finisher. Right. Well, not when it comes to a bottle of prosecco, even on a Friday night. I knew I had to be up today talking to you. Here we are. Here we are. And she asked that question. What have you learned? And 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 I think that one of my coping strategies that I have learned is to ask for help sooner and don't think that that's weakness.
0: Mm. Isn't it amazing that you're a fifty-year-old man and you're still learning that 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 thing?
1: I mean, it's... I I'm not it's, having a go at you, but just generally, no, that no, no. Idea, absolutely. You know, the, uh, and I think the thing the thing that has been um, instructive in the extreme is that when I ask for help, I don't think anybody has ever rolled their eyes at me or <laughs> gone, oh, I mean, that's not true. There have been moments where particular, let's say service providers, have perhaps forgotten that... They're providing role. a service. Exactly. That their role is, is to do just that. <laughs> uh, but they are relatively, actually, usually quite low temperature requests. And, and the kind of like the computer says no response just leaves me going, oh, that's okay. That's not a problem. I, I, it doesn't, you know, whereas the, 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 these are much more high temperature requests that I've been asking for support and help with. And the, the people turning things around in in hours and getting things back to me and and just, it's like, Wow, what kindness and generosity! And I know, no, it's it's what people do for their living; it's their job. But still, I I am I'm not used to I think asking for help. And so why explicitly?
0: Why is it that you you know, given that history, which is you know, as you've just described, no one's ever said or rolled their eyes, etc. Why is it? Do you think it's taken you? Also, I, I share the problem, by the way. Just uh, I'm not excusing myself from. Or not suggesting that I don't have a similar issue with it, but what stopped you, or what stops you learning that from a much younger age?
1: I think the, I, and I don't want to, I don't want to be like the one trick pony or the, the gender, record. the gender pony. Exactly. I think it's a bit like those football players who feel that they have to punch the air rather than kiss their compatriots. You know, that, it, that their, their success has to be articulated through a particular display of...
0: Aggression, almost.
1: Yeah, yeah. Physical capability. We know you're physically capable. Look at you. You've just done that amazing thing where you kicked a ball. But the point is that they've just shown us in the execution of an incredibly complicated, physically adept act, how good they are. They, they actually could then be quite, you know, joyful in their, you know, in the capacity of their body, and we don't, as you say, we don't see that.
0: Yeah, well, joy is expressed as, as um, yeah, it's a weird thing because I think it's partly it's also a release of tension.
1: But anyway, anyway,
0: so that's yeah.
1: But I think I think it's something. I think it's something along those lines that the the I, I think that the 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 scripts that we have for behaviour are limited and limiting. You mean and, say, and
0: we say we, you mean men.
1: I suspect it applies to women as well, but I suspect that you know that, that, that it lands on their bodies differently because I don't know because I'm not one. I don't think it's just, you know, I wouldn't want to say that women are not um, damaged by the patriarchy. <laughs> I think they probably are. <laughs> but, yeah, so I think, but, again, not trying to be uh, the broken record. But I think it's something about having, it's, it's taken me this long to realise that not being, Being able to do everything in a complex system doesn't make you a failure or weak. It means that you understand where your skill sets are and you can lean into those skill sets and then you can go to experts in an attendant fields and go, actually, this is what you do really, really well. Could you do the thing that you do really, really well, really, really well for me? And then they go, Yeah, because I'm really good at that and I like my job and I'm going to do the thing really, really well for you. And it's like, Oh, look, this is how the world is supposed to work. This is collaboration. And again, how how long how long have I been banging on about collaboration in in education? I think you've written a generation? book about it, haven't you? I think I have. I think I wrote a PhD about it. So it's it's I'm rolling my own eyes at myself.
0: Yeah. Do you think that universities seem to be maybe it's maybe it's also particularly in the arts, which is the sense that they're much more about individuals doing work. That it's it's even I mean if, even if you think about if I think about choreography and and making dances, even though they were always highly collaborative, there was still this strong sense that there was a choreographer. And maybe it's slightly different. It's just maybe there are two different things going on there. But it just seems that we don't really work in teams much. We have a team, but we don't really work in teams or as teams.
1: Now, I think that that is, well, so that's why I'm in a moment of, of, of deep learning. Because I'm working in a team that works as a team but I've come at it from being an academic. So I'm working with a range of colleagues across a range of services. You know, so I've got technologists, I've got uh, people who work in professional services with a a, a specific background in governance or a background in finance, um, as well as other academics. So the team is made up of of, of multiple types of skill sets. And actually, they do work as a team. Hmm. I've worked with, historically, just academics, and they don't. And I think that's probably to do with um, a lot of the narratives we have about genius loci and this idea of you know the singularity of of, of knowledge creation and the idea that you know we, we do things by ourselves and that I am the genius and I am the master of this thing, um, even though, as you say, particularly in the arts, or not not exclusively, but I think probably definitely in the performing arts and in screen based media. Nobody works by themselves, ever, ever.
0: Yeah, it's um, uh, Brian Eno um, has that, that word, seniors, as opposed to genius. He, you know, yeah. he, just, just that you're talking about a, a whole environment where there's a scene going on which creates the possibility for those. I mean, he's talking about a slightly different context from working in teams, but he was trying to negate that idea of the singular, you know, the single genius sort of thing. Anyway, so can I ask you, I really like what, I really, it's... Uh, I like what you're saying. I think, I mean, to go back to that more, let's say, meaty subject matter, which is really about the capacity to ask for help. It's, um, I mean, I suspect that the gendered aspect is pretty strong. Um, You know, if you think about mental health issues with young men and and the, the kinds of things we've talked about a long time ago now on this podcast, but it does seem like that there's something about, the expression, this is a strong theme of ours, the expression of vulnerability, um, that somehow asking for help is uh, incriminating you as, as being someone who's not able to um, cope or deal with things. Or it's a very odd, uh, It's it, it, I think it's very common, but it just seems very odd. And, and it makes me sad, basically. I guess that's what's bubbling around for me as we're talking. It saddens me, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think it's sad making. I think there is no other way because I think my experience is that it's self-imposed. Mm. Or um, self-imposed isn't fair. It is uh, its reinforced and reaffirmed by societal norms. Yeah, but actually, it's... the lived experience of asking for help very rarely results in somebody saying, fuck off and do it yourself.
0: Yeah. I, you, it struck me at the beginning. You said, or at least that's my experience. Yeah, sure, about. sure. No, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I, I don't. I don't think I'm very good at it. I, I feel a little bit like I, I, the thing is, I feel like I'm imposing on people, which is weird because when people ask me for help, I never feel like they're imposing on me. Well, not never. There are occasionally uh, some people I think, well, really, I feel like you're always lumping stuff onto me. But that's it's pretty rare that feeling.
1: Yeah, it's um, it's interesting that, isn't it? Because I had a conversation with a colleague not long ago and sort of, uh, I, I I was asking for a lot of, I felt like I was asking for a lot of things. And, and I said, I'm sorry if, if, if this is all too much. And she said, well, there are two things that you need to recognize. One, so everything you've asked me to do is within my job description. And the second thing is, I do this job because I like it. So I like doing the jobs that you're asking me to do. And that was like, Oh, of course.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a different thing, I guess. There's a quite a stark difference between asking someone asking for help from someone who's who's there to do that work for you, or not necessarily for you, but as part of a group of people, and asking for help in an emotionally wrought or complex situation where you don't not feeling like you can cope and going, "I really need help here." You know, I think that's
1: but if a, we, yeah. You were absolutely right. It's totally different. But if we don't practice in one sphere we won't have the capacity or the skills to do it in the other, will we?
0: No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And I was I was talking to myself then. I wasn't talking to you.
0: No, it just made me think, though, that we do have a rem- – I, I think I agree, although the but is we have a remarkable – we, meaning human beings, have a remarkable ability to compartmentalise things. That we, I behave this particular way at work. And then I behave this particular way when I'm at home. That I'm effectively a different version of myself. Sure, there's overlap, but, but that we we and, and you know a different group of friends. I'm like this, and so it's possible for me to imagine that I could be someone at work who's quite good at asking for other people to do things. Um, when whilst in my personal life I am not. Hmm. I don't know if that's the case, but I, I'm imagining it might be, or it could be. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I I I I hear what you're saying. I I just think that you know, <laughs> it's like a muscle. The more we use it, the stronger it gets. And and reaching out for support, we become used to it. Yeah, we yeah. become used to it, become being normalised. That people don't recoil from you or think you, think of you as weak.
0: Yeah, I suspect I agree, but I'm just I'm recoiling at the possibility of agreeing with you too much. <laughs> You want me you want me to do a pithy sentence to finish the end of I mean, this particular have conversation. To.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean if if you've got it in the tank, go for it. If not, we'll just uh, fade to black.
0: Well, I've got something which is totally unrelated. But in that I learned this morning the difference between slasher and splatter movies. Okay. And that's something you know you know, right? I'm assuming you must know. That's not the sort of thing that you would that's your bread and butter.
1: Well, splatter refers to um, to kind of the, the Herschel Gordon Lewis landscape it's quite (laughs) low you know late 60s very very heavy on the very very red um i think you can probably throw some brian yusner films in there the ones that are really gore heavy Slashes don't have to necessarily be gore heavy but they often are um but yeah so slashes are about the um the the single murderer right so they're serial killers so yeah, yeah. People like Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees, uh, Freddy Krueger. Those are all versions of slashers. Um, there are some this sleepaway camp. There's
0: there's lots of and them. there's better ones um, it was hostile. Hostel, hostile and yeah, yeah. I was Hostel, 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 and Saw, mean,
1: yeah, for example. I interestingly, I would probably talk about I would, the the use of oh, that's that's a genre almost in and of itself. The saws and the hostels that merge in the uh, early two thousands, uh, often referred to as bro horror. Because oh. the they Yeah, because they've got that kind of vibe to them, particularly the hostile films, the uh, Eli Roth type stuff and Cabin in the Woods. No, not Cabin in the Woods, uh Cabin Fever. Um and uh so Bro Horror or Torture Porn.
0: Oh Oh, should we just finish this episode now?
1: On Torture Porn,
0: yeah. yeah.